Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. to all because the gods have returned to earth. They are making a road trip on today, St. Patrick's Day, bringing their leprechauns along with them to listen to American Godcast, an American Gods podcast. I'm Alex. When you've been worshipping the leprechauns for your entire life, you gotta give them due. I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm Pete. <laughs> what was that? I'm not going to keep it up all episode. <laughs> okay, good. Glad to hear that. We're going to be talking about the second episode of season two of American Gods called The Beguiling Man. As Ooh. mentioned, it is St. Patrick's Day. When this episode is airing, we are uh, drinking a fine, authentic Irish red IPA, as they do back in the homeland. We, of course, all three of us have Irish descent. so we Deeply Irish. Deeply Irish. Faith in Bagor. <laughs> Pete, what about you? Uh, we're, what, uh, grandfather side? Grandmother side? Uh, I'm not sure, but I am Irish. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Famous oh. LePage. <laughs> uh, and Le I'm Jewish, which is like Irish. It's the same root. It's yeah. the same root. <laughs> that's, that's definitely what it is. Yeah. We're, all he- we're all people. Yeah. Hey, hey, man. We're all meat and bones down. You know what I'm talking about? All the way down. And uh, coins. So we, and coins. Yeah. I, how many coins did you eat today, Pete? Uh, two. Oh, nice. Now, we Breakfast are also yeah. uh, drinking during this episode, not just because of St. Patty's Day, but also because Pete is crushed by oh, what happened at the, the end of the episode. This was the saddest episode I've ever seen. And you may be thinking, did a, a famous, uh, much-loved character die? Um, was there yep. a, a touching moment between, say, a mother and a son? Uh, nope. A car was wrecked <laughs> sort of off camera. And Pete truly was the, mo- the most upset I've seen him in quite yeah, some Yeah, I got us all beers because Pete was traumatized. Pete walked out of the room and uh, poured one out for the car. For yep. a car. For not just a car, you fucking assholes. Right. One of the sweetest caddies. A fictional car. That I've seen on television in a long time. That, Betty... Uh, was a hell of a ride. One yeah. hell of a uh, ride. I do want to clarify, it is a fictional car that they probably did with CGI, so the actual car still exists. Also, the car didn't really play much into the show at all. The uh, people were riding in the car. It's been in a bunch of apps. People were riding Every time inside Wednesday's the car. rolling, he rolls in that caddy. But he doesn't, the car doesn't have a big... Uh, well, the car came al- uh, alive, turned into a horse after it blew up there, so... Interesting interpretation. What cars normally do. Let's do a recap of this episode. We are going to loop back to this big car moment that everybody's talking about. Hashtag American God's cars trending on the internet right now, as you all know. Hashtag rest in peace, Black Betty. (laughs) Yeah, definitely viral. Yes. It's going viral. I I guarantee there's at least one tweet about that, and it's Pete. 
Now that's yeah. it. Uh, to get you caught up to this point, though, there's a guy named Shadow Moon. He is an ex-con. We find out a lot more about him this yeah. episode's backstory. But he was recruited by a guy named Mr. Wednesday, who it turns out is the god Odin, to help mm. uh, be his right-hand man in the battle between the new gods and the old gods. They've been driving around the country, recruiting all these other gods. That all led to a confrontation near the House on the Rock last episode, specifically in a diner near the House on the Rock. A where motel. What? It was like a motel, and then there was the motel, a diner. Motel American. Right, and there was a diner attached yeah. to it. Everybody's right. Yes. Cool. <laughs> uh, it was attacked by a bunch of the new gods, specifically, as we find out this episode, agents of Mr. Town, who was in a bunch of insurance commercials. Is that right, Justin? Uh, yes, uh, Mayhem. He plays Mayhem in the uh, the Mayhem commercials. Right. It's, it really makes me want to buy insurance watching this episode. Yeah. I feel like uh, it, Shadow was abducted by... A commercial in this episode. See, it's funny you guys know him from there because I know him as Tina Fey's terrible boyfriend on Thirty Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's all the same role. There's uh, one well, anytime you see uh, what is his name Crispin or something, I think Mr. World. Uh, yeah, I just think of uh, creepy thin man. So creepy thin man. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, uh, whether it's Charles cars or Angels. people, we're Charles unable Angels. to see beyond uh, what they're actually like in real life. So uh, that was attacked. Shadow was taken uh, by it's seemingly a light from heaven. We didn't know exactly what was going on there. We find out what's going on here. Meanwhile, his ex-wife, maybe current wife, hard to tell, Laura Moon, Not died, current wife. died while cheating on him. No, but uh, I think she died when she was married to him, so... Right, so technically. I don't know if no. they finalized the no, divorce. No, if you're necessary. sucking another dude's dick, you're no longer married. That's, that's not how, how divorces work. That's not legal. That's, that's not a no, back... You are no, a terrible lawyer. Yeah, yeah, that's not how divorces work. Right. No, I'm pretty so sure. she died, uh, but due to a lucky leprechaun coin, came back to life, lodged herself in her stomach. She has palled around with that leprechaun named Mad Sweeney. Really wants his coin back, particularly because his luck has flipped because it's inside of her stomach. She's also super strong because of it uh, and very, very angry. The farther away Shadow Moon gets, she seems to start rotting a little bit. Yeah. So beyond the fact that she wants to get closer to him, she also is literally falling apart the farther that he gets away from her. Uh, other characters you probably know about, uh, there's a Nancy, a.k.a. Mr. Nancy, played by Orlando Jones. Spider-Man. The, uh, the he's a spider god. He's, that would not, be the, that would he's be, called Spider Man in this episode, so that's all I need. That'd be to the most confusing way to refer, to refer to. Well, him. that's what he's going to be referred to as. Sure, but he's not actually Spider Man. He is a Nazi, the trickster he god. He is from a Spider Man. Oh, God. Uh, and <laughs> what else do we need to talk about? Um, yeah. Oh, another thing. Uh, Julian Anderson got recast on the show. So originally she was playing a character named Media. Um, she decided to leave the show along with Brian Fuller and Michael Green, who are the co-creators of the show. Uh, and they are recasting her in a new role as new media. So we had a bit of business that went on this episode because of that. She's been recast as a sparkle. Uh, yeah, yeah like and a little, eventually a person, but yeah. we'll get there. Little, so let's talk cleaning. about the episode. Yeah. Uh, overall, uh, before we get into it, though, uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we turned the mics on. Um, you felt like this episode was a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, this show, a lot of people were talking about how the quality, they were worried the quality was going to drop off right. of the show as because of all the, the creative changes, the changing in the creatives behind the show. And I actually think the quality is pretty high, and they cram so much information and emotional points 
in uh, their episodes, especially this This one was a very emotional episode. Philosophizing, uh, car wrecks, uh, Also, uh, World Trade Center, you know. See that? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, emotional. A lot of stuff about Shadow and his mom was very emotional. The music was so amazing. Uh, I mean, I do think overall it's a good episode, but at the same time, I do think... It feels like a slightly different show. I don't know if that's the knowledge yeah. of what went on behind the scenes or not, but like we talked about last week, it feels a little less dreamy, a little less storybook to me. Uh, it's still incredibly well shot, well acted, well yeah. put together, well written, but drama-wise and arc-wise, it feels maybe 10 to 15% more straightforward. Yeah, I think there's more plot. It's more plot-focused yeah. uh, and less of just a wash. And I think you can chalk that up to more happening in the actual content of the show, but also the the change. I mean, Brian Fuller sort of lets things breathe a little bit more, and this feels yeah. a little bit more, let's get things happening. Right, yeah. which is interesting, not to stick on this too much, but just the other day, uh, Stars renewed it for a third season with a new showrunner, um, which is great news. But in the press release, they said nothing about third and final season, which as far as I recall, that was the original plan. The original plan was to go three eight to ten episode seasons, wrap up the story, be done. But it yeah. seems to me now, even though they are jamming through the plot, stars might want to keep it going even longer. Well, what oh, I think is, I mean, the plot is moving pretty quickly, so I don't know how they're going to do even a third season, let alone right. beyond that. Well, there is, there is, for those of you who have read the book, there is a point when everything kind of stops, and it almost becomes a small-town murder mystery for a good chunk of the book. There's some thematic stuff that happens. There's character stuff that happens. We find out more about the world and how it works. Um, I don't know how on a TV show you do that for longer than an episode, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. They could also just take it a different direction. They've got a bunch of great characters. You know, they can just... Yeah, once... um Mad Sweeney and Laura Moon get together. They can do like a sort of a fun romance. Yeah, yeah that, I'm fine with that as long as Laura Moon doesn't think she's getting back together with Shadow. This but, is crazy because you were very clearly baiting Pete just there, and Pete was, Pete was like, "Great." He didn't take the bait. <laughs> no, he loves bait. Yeah, bait's his favorite food. <laughs> I do. I do love bait. He loves bait. I yeah, for sure. Okay, maybe then Laura can get back with Shadow. Nope. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so we pick up at the diner at the top of the episode, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right we where we left off. Right where we left off with the carnage of everything that's going on. Everybody kind of splits off in their own directions, their own seemingly separate missions. Until, Team ups. Until it comes back you together. You get Sharon doing a Sharon log. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. About, Damn, nice. <laughs> about the coming storm. Yeah. Right. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I he love loves talking Peter about Stormar. his hammer, man. He yeah. does love talking I, about his that's hammer. That's cool. If you if you're you are known for having a hammer, you talk about it. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning. Yeah, cool. I uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd probably get annoying. You know, talking about talk about your for, hammer. yeah, Friends. you guys would be like, shut up already. Yeah, we get it about yeah. the hammer. It's like you and the Punisher, basically. Yeah, fuck you. No, I love you talking about it. The Keep Punisher talking is about your it. Hammer. I don't overly talk about the Punisher. I mean, okay. you're talking about it right now. Yeah, now. you brought it up, asshole. Did I? Yeah, I don't know. We'll listen back to that later oh and see exactly God. what happened. You're so, uh, Mr. Wednesday and Nancy, excuse me, Mr. Nancy split you off into Spider-Man. their own direction. Uh, Laura Moon and Matt Sweeney team up to go track down Shadow Moon. Uh, and then the last bit that's left there. Oh, we didn't mention this in the recap. Uh, there's a dude named Salim who is go. a cab driver. He is in love with a gin, aka a genie. 
they had a night of incredible passion. Salim tracked him down, and the jinn really doesn't seemingly want anything to do with him at this point. But Salim, I don't know, but wants I think a lot. The jinn's to... in. You think he's playing cool? Yeah, yeah I think the jinn's in. The jinn, the jinn is, is in. Yeah, the jinn is in. Yeah, they, they're adorable been, together. They've by been the way. together, yeah. and now the jinn yeah. is in. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, you know, side. You know, he's in the little sidecar with the helmet. He looks what? so happy to be on that motorcycle with him. Uh, yeah, so they're racing um, uh, off to go get fight some gods to get the spear that Mr. Wednesday needs to, to continue right. the war, start the war. And uh, Is that th- the spear of destiny? I, uh, maybe. Maybe, in a way. Okay. Yeah. It is. The Jin's like, you're not coming with me, man. You're just a regular dude. And he's like, I'm coming. And then he has a, mo- a motorcycle with a sidecar. Of course he's going to Right. Go. What was he going to put in there? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Groceries? You don't put groceries in the sidecar. No, they fly out. Yeah. Well, you... if you want a motorcycle, you don't buy groceries. You Usually whatever you, get you like find. a cool <laughs> dog to sit with you. A tiny dog. Yeah. yeah. If you're in a motorcycle, you just open your mouth and the food flies in. Exactly. Oh, that's gross. And if you want to talk about flies, I just want to shout out at whoever is training the flies for <laughs> this show. To fly environment. To fly around Laura and yeah. fly on camera and off camera. Very impressive. Great. Amazing the fly acting. acting. The fl- yeah, it's just really. And as I'm a classically trained actor, as you <laughs> you guys know at least. Uh, so I really, you can see the detail work that these flies oh, are doing. They're yeah. really um, feeling the moment. There's clearly like they're using their full bodies. Their bodies are instruments. Yeah, I do. I do like that we get back to that this episode. Uh, we talked about it a little bit at the last. Get back pod. to the flies. Uh, hold on. Uh, well, explain that, yourself. I am. You keep interrupting me. The how's it feel? <laughs> real good. Keep doing it. Uh, we talked about this last podcast, the idea of, wait, does she, does Laura get stronger? Does she become more alive the closer she gets to Shadow? And I think this episode pretty clearly establishes that. Uh, there's more flies around her. Mad Sweeney remarks on it. She ends up throwing up after she picks up the car. We don't necessarily see the cover, the color, the vomit or anything like that, but presumably that's her guts that she's vomiting up again. Yeah. Uh, yes, Pete? I thought I would like to uh, you know, the leprechaun uh, was kind of like, huh? Uh, was my coin in that throw up? You know, yeah, that's <laughs> really good. Always check the throw up. Well, you got, you know, he wants his coin. So, but especially today, it up. it's St. Patty's Day. We're going to be out in the town later. You know, if anyone's vomiting, sift through. You never know. Oh, oh <laughs> that is gross. Uh, I I have a question. This is getting back to kind of what we talked about at the beginning. Do you miss? the stories of the gods at all because I miss that in the show. That was something that I think was so special and exciting about the first season yeah. and I think that's missing here a little well, bit. Well, we got the stories already. You can't keep telling the stories. We could hear you some know? more. I, yeah. I agree with Alex. I miss the sort of the little... But uh, it was an intro when we got a new god so we have all the gods so we don't need more Do you know what? This stories. is jumping ahead but it specifically struck me we got a bunch of flashbacks of Shadow Moon. Shadow is taken hostage by Mr. Town. He's being tortured and forced yeah. to relive his memories for him um, through a device that makes him look like the Vitruvian Man and... <laughs> he, I, I wanted to see narration there. You know, yeah. I wanted to see Mr. or hear Mr. Nazi telling the story. Uh, stop it. <laughs> telling the story of Shadow Moon. Like, I think uh, there was. But he's not a god, though, so why would he do that? Yeah, I think that's fair. But at the same time, I think. And as uh, he is. Yeah, but, well, what do you think he actually is based on this episode, Pete? What do you I think's think is going he, on with him? I mean, what I liked was, you know, uh, the dead lady. Uh, she sees him as a light, and then I really like the flashbacks of the mom telling him that he is a light. So I was like, oh, that is cool. But I still, and we got to see in the flashbacks that Mr. Wednesday knew Shadow when he was young and was planting seeds early. 
So he has to be somebody, but he's clearly not a god because he wasn't. So wait, you're saying Mr. Wednesday, uh, why are you saying Mr. Wednesday knew him? Because he was the one who gave him the coin. So, so in, the, in the flashback, um, they uh, Shadow and his mother moved to New York, um, yeah. and she sort of shits on New York a little bit. No, yeah. no, he, he shits does, he does, yeah. Take it easy. Uh, Which she particularly was like, because she's the World chance. Trade Center, I was like, yo, yeah, chill it out. Shadow Dude, that was mom. emotional seeing that. Yeah. Um, then, uh, and that, by the way, ties back to Spider-Man, because as we all know, the original Spider-Man promo had him uh, web between the World Trade Center, yeah. and then they had to cut it yeah. after 9-11. <laughs> What's up, Pete? Okay, great. Uh, so very <laughs> poorly done joke there. It's, it's not, not a joke. joke. It's real. true. Really? Yeah. yeah. In the original, because that movie came out right then, right, right, right around then, and they uh, the original. But you can see it online. The original yeah. promo was the original poster, the original teaser, and then no they immediately shit. pulled it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, the also, poor joke part. What a weird this... thing for a joke to say. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, that's a. In bad taste, but if it's true, okay. no, we are there. nothing uh, that is true is in bad taste. Uh, uh great, uh, <laughs> that, that is funny. Yeah, you can't just say uh, get in trouble for saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just check out Twitter. Uh, the so moving into what else happens, um, Shadow uh, then gets outrageously beat up uh, by some kids oh, uh, man. over that? his disc, man, and then he beats up some kids, and then his mom is dying. And throughout all of that, uh, he's at, so he's at the doctor's office, and some person gives him a coin. And he starts learning Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, you you definitely think it was Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, it was Mr. Wednesday's voice. Sure. It was a little bit of a different voice. Mm. Like a younger Wednesday. Sure, right. but it's was clearly Mr. Mr. Wednesday. Mr. Tuesday. Yeah, Mr. Tuesday. Or Wednesday morning. <laughs> Mr. Wednesday morning? Yeah. It's good morning. Oh, it's <laughs> Mr. Wednesday morning. As soon as took the you. breath in, I cringed because <laughs> I knew what was coming. Oh. Uh, my favorite, I want at some point on this show to see Mr. Zucru because yeah. that's my favorite god. Now oh. that's a god of America. Oh. Well, and that, getting back to your initial question, I do miss um, the god flashback story. Well, I wish we could get some of the new gods and we could yes. see their uh, origins. Uh, maybe we will. the new gods. Okay. Yeah, Who's you're recording you this on a microphone, dude. Yeah. You're praying to the good new gods I right am now. I not. Exactly. Yes. You're no. giving the, no, the new I'm, gods lip service no literally way, right now. Yeah. No, Your I'm old lips school. are literally I'm touching all, a microphone I'm team right old now. gods. You're practically in a car next to Laura Moon uh, who is sucking that microphone <laughs> on. Right <now>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to die so soon. Um, But so yeah, those were that was some telling flashback stuff uh, about Shadow. About Shadow, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what we learn through these flashbacks, there's a couple of things. Obviously, we learn about his mom. His mom is saying some pseudo mystical stuff to him. To Pete's point, we do learn that Mister Wednesday has been in his life at least one point before, which is probably the biggest plot revelation there. Uh, But also later on, when his mother is sick, Shadow gets really upset, runs out into the alley. And saves a kid who's being beat up, uh, but also kicks the shit out of the other kids. And I think his mother very rightly says, no, you wanted to get into a fight. And I I think that's been Shadow Moon's character all along. That's what we're getting to in Mr. Town's interrogation. Yeah, that was a very valid question where he was like, dude, what's your deal? Do you just float in between shit? Do you have any motivation? Right. It was a valid question. It absolutely was a valid question. All and I'm forgetting the guy. exact line, but there's some line that Mr. Town says to him about, you've forgotten how to tell the truth. And I yeah. think that comes down to what Shadow Moon is doing internally as well, is 
that's why he's rejecting the gods. That's why he isn't believing any of this stuff is because he's constantly lying to himself about absolutely everything. Wow. Well, and also he's just in the dark. Uh, he doesn't know what's happening at any time. And I feel like the new guys also are like, what's the deal with you, man? Everyone's talking about you. Why? Uh, and they don't know. So Shadow doesn't know why he's so important. The new guys don't know why he's so important. So it's this weird, this episode was all about them just being like, but, what's going on? But you hear a lot in like action movies where it's like, you know, if somebody purposely keeps somebody in the dark, it's for their own safety. And I was very happy that Shadow Moon didn't know anything because otherwise, whatever those dudes were, the new guys who were torturing him, might have been able to get some inf- key information. But he literally doesn't know shit, so they can beat him up or torture him all they want. They're not going to find out anything. I'll throw something else out at you. Do you think it maybe it's a distraction on Mr. Wednesday's part? Like, it seems like a con. It's look over here at this guy that we're so interested in, yeah. focus on him, and then I can do whatever I want to my car, turn it into a horse, oh, etc. I'm not doing it to hurt you. I'm saying literally it's like sleight of head, right? Yeah, yeah. We talk about magic in the episode. Yeah. Um, so at the very least, certainly in the structure of the episode, that's what's happening, that you think Shadow Moon and Mr. Nancy are going off on their own mission when, in fact, they're intersecting with what's going on with Laura and Matt Sweeney. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no... That's they lied to them uh, that they were going to do something else, and then ended up only doing what they needed to do to fuck up that mission. Right. So that might be part of it that it's focus on Shadow Moon. Something is really important about him. Get the new gods angry. Get them distracted so that uh, Mister Wednesday can go around and do whatever he wants. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. We'll see. Shadow also very curious about who his father is. Yeah. And we got no answers. No answers. What do you think? Any theories, Pete? Well, I mean, I have no... I mean, he says he's from Europe. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could be... um, From France? I don't know. Gerard Depardieu. Uh (laughs) That guy. (laughs) Mr. Bean. Huh? Think about that. Yeah. The guy from Notting Hill. uh, Grant? Yeah. He's from France. It could be Louis XIV. That's a no, good that's point. Dumb. That's, yeah, that's point. just a dumb. I don't know. Jerry Lewis is popular in France. Maybe he was there on a trip, and then he... Ooh. Well, I mean, if you're going to open it up to Jerry Lewis, there's the a lot Eiffel of Tower. touring acts. Eiffel Tower? Acts. Yeah. A lot of uh, touring acts? There we go. Uh, I think baguette? That's... <laughs> baguette? Very French. We know a lot about France. Man, do we. Yeah. Uh, I will say, as a book reader, there are revelations coming about who his father is. It's not quite necessarily what you expect if you haven't read the book, um, but certainly... Don't, don't worry. That's not something they're going to leave to the wayside. Okay, the good. Because, I mean, they brought it up. So, yeah. yeah. You got us all curious. Now you, you got to kind of answer it. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about Laura and Mad Sweeney. They have a fun trip. Um, they do have a sort of a flirtatious thing. They do have chemistry. Hashtag huh? Mad Moon. Hashtag Mad Great. Moon. Great. Yeah. Fucking do it. Okay. As long as she's out of goddamn Shadow Moon's <laughs> life, I am happy. I don't think she's out of his life. In fact, she can't do anything without seeing him. Uh, somewhere on the horizon. Right. She can see him all uh, she wants as long as she doesn't try anything. But that's so awkward if your ex is always showing up all the time sure. everywhere you look. Whatever. That's like have, like ha- seeing an update on Facebook from an ex, but uh-huh. just every time you close your eyes. Yeah. I like them together. I think they're great. I think... Who? Who do you like together? Matt Sweeney and Laura Moon. Okay, great. Mad Moon. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Uh... I, it's breaking my brain a little bit that you're like, yeah, break up this relationship. Woo! Because that is so inconsistent with your character. Well, when she doesn't deserve him because of what she did. And the leprechaun was right. She, he was giving her a ton of shit in the car, and I was super happy about it. 
Although I gotta give her a credit, she flipped it around at the end. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we we've talked about this a bit. That Mad Sweeney says he hates Laura Moon, but he clearly does not. And yeah. based on the fact of what happens in this episode, they're chasing after Shadow. They run into bad various issues because the cow of, moment was funny. Yeah, because Very of fun. Mad Sweeney's bad luck, they run into a cow. They run over a nail. Uh, they Mad Sweeney gets his foot crushed by uh, the car, the car while they're trying to jack it up, uh, and eventually they run into a dead end. So they walk into this gorgeous field of flowers. Uh, Laura lies down. They have a conversation. It was so frustrating. The whole time she's like, we got to get there. We got to get there. She hits one dead end and she just gives up. What are you talking about? Like some kind of asshole quitter. No, there's no way through. Uh, Turn around and find another way. You don't just quit and lay in a field. What she's worried about, she sees Shadow Moon moving away at top speed. Right. By the time they back up and figure out another way around, he might be completely out of the reach and gone. Also, she doesn't know if he's in the air or how he's moving, how he's being traveled. So, right. like, neither do we, by the way. That's right. Yeah. But I, halfway through this episode, you went and laid down on the floor. No, I Because you were like, I can't do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not true. So I didn't up. give up until the fucking Cadillac died, you asshole. That's, and that's why I'm drinking. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, we, I really like that scene. I like that scene of Laura lying there. The I conversation about, uh, oh, just another dead girl lying among the flowers. I thought yeah. that was a nice bit of dialogue. Uh, and then Matt Sweeney eventually says, listen, there's another way. We can go through my horde. I really thought he was going to stuff her in his pocket. I know that's yeah. a weird thing, but like, wasn't that where his coins were initially? Yeah. The or whole maybe thing- that's in the book. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but I do think it was. You, they never define what it, what it is, and they just go through a like a little doorway yeah. where and everyone's they said screaming it's like backstage. Which but small. So, uh, I believe this was in the show in the first season. I'm not remembering completely correctly, and I know it definitely was in the book. But Matt Sweeney is essentially able to pull coins out of the air, uh, and yeah. that's his magic trick. But he's not actually pulling them out of the air, at least in the book. What he's doing is he's pulling, pulling them out, them out of the horde of the king of the leprechauns. So he's essentially stealing gold from the king of the leprechauns' Ooh, horde. Man. So it's almost like like he talks about it. It's a pocket dimension warrior, all that gold is. Yeah. So when he's spinning and going through it, they're basically getting pelted by gold coins the entire time until they come through. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Then, intense, uh, when they yeah. land, a couple of them go flying out. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't grab one of those while he's in there. I mean, they were on a bridge. They were hanging off a bridge. Yeah. You don't need the gold coins then. What are you going to do? Uh, he Buy. seems to be really obsessed with gold coins. If he's in the horde, why doesn't he just grab one? Because he, he needs one coin specifically. <laughs> All right. um, you want to talk about the scene with Technical Boy in Times Square? Oh, sure. Sure. Um, he's in Times Square just trying to talk to media, trying to... Got uh, a sweet new haircut. Sweet new haircut, a little sparkle. Sparkle, uh, he's been bedazzled. This guy yeah. is a straight-up douche, though. Yeah, of course he is. Uh, yeah. But he's shouting at a bunch of billboards. He's like, come on, it's a like bummer everybody that Julian Anderson is very on the show Times anymore. Yeah. Um, but please, can you just reveal it? Have we cast the new actress? We'd like to see her. Yeah. We'd like to get a sense of what's going on with her. It would have been funny if he was on IMDb, just like scrolling through right. different actors. Actors' pages, yeah. Uh, like, let's go with this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he's shouting at these billboards, and uh, media is saying, "No, I got to redefine myself. I got to grow." She takes over Siri for a little bit, um, and I do think, despite the behind-the-scenes shenanigans, it it's a 
good way of explaining it. Like, yeah, I agree. Julian Anderson new media? was fucking amazing. She is yeah. so good. Yeah. But it didn't make a lot of sense in the modern era for her to be David Bowie and uh, Lucille Ball and all the other things they call out. Yeah. I think but it the, was amazing to watch and to see her play that. Well, I think that gets to the core of the difference between the first season and the second season is the first season seems to be, have this timeless quality to it. Like we talked about this a lot on the podcast, but it was very much of the book. It felt very much of the time. And even though it was set now, it didn't matter. It could have right. been set any time. This season feels like it's set now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so... It's just better. It makes more sense. Yes. And it also, it for since I've read the book, like it gives uh, the book readers more of a reason to watch because it is very different. And it's like a new era of uh, how yeah. how this world works. Again, I'm very excited to see whoever this actress is, is TikTok and yeah. uh, Pentatonics. Cool. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Steph. Um, what else is modern? Ariana Grande. Oh, That's man. good. Good. Oh, yeah. you're Googling what's cool. <laughs> oh, wow. What's hot right now? But uh, you have to do that all day, every day. In- Insta stories. Hmm. Oh, let me check oh, those out. What are those? Are those like story short books? for instant stories. Oh, weird. That sounds fun. Uh the episode ends up with um, uh, Laura and Matt Sweeney jumping on the train that where Shadow Some is. Amazing He's being fight sequences there. Uh, they go into the train. Uh, they're beating up dudes. And Laura, where, why is she so strong? It's the coin. Uh, or are all dead people this strong? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. <laughs> Have I you ever know. tried to fight a corpse? Yeah. Yes. L- lose every time. They're yeah. too strong. Too strong. Yeah, they're yeah. too strong. Uh, yeah, I think it's the coin. I think the coin is giving her super strength. Uh, just also. We ha- they haven't specifically explained what's going on with her. Like, yeah. And people have asked her, and she doesn't know, and she kind of doesn't care. Um, there's clearly something more to what she is. So it might be the coin. It might be whatever that other thing is. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, but, yeah, they have this gruesome fight scene. Too violent for my taste. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, he loves it. Beautiful. Yeah. It really built Pete up. Um, uh, yeah, and, w- and, then and then it was a real emotional roller coaster for me. Meanwhile, high to low, as they're fighting on the train to get to Shadow, uh, Mr. Wednesday is a little bit down the train tracks. Yeah, he's parked his sweet Cadillac, oh, innocent, that, yeah, innocent oh. Cadillac, yeah. almost like the some sort of mustache twirling villain tying yeah, a damsel exactly. in distress <laughs> at the tracks. <laughs> it was driving me crazy, and Spider Man just leaves. Leaves the caddy to die. Can I just say, by the way, I I know I gave him so much praise the last episode, but Orlando Jones, every single line reading is so funny. He exists outside of everything that's happening. He's just there to, like, throw zingers. Yeah. Uh, There's a whole... Also, he hates chicken. Well, I don't know if it was purpose. There was a whole, like, green book joke that happened in the middle of this, which was was hilarious with... Uh, Mr. Wednesday buys fried chicken, and while he's asleep, Mr. Nazi is like, man, I'm hungry. He buys food. He buys me fried chicken, and then he like slowly just tosses it out the window. It was very, if that wasn't Hilarious. a purposeful Green Book joke, the parallelism yeah. is insane. But when yeah. you're on the road, you don't get to eat, you know, the normal stuff. You've got to, you know, like eat fast food or whatever. You understand though why Mr. Nazi is upset. Yeah. That Mr. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, but are you saying that fried chicken is not fast food? No, fried chicken is fast food. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you don't have a choice. Like, you, you're like, all right, 50 miles till whatever McDonald's. And it's like, all right, well, I guess I got to eat McDonald's. But 
That is fucked up, especially after that amazing speech he gave in the first season. Yes. You know, to get somebody fried chicken like that. So I understand. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you're hungry and you got to be like, fuck this bullshit. It's just bad on the road also because you get greasy. Yeah, yeah, it's no good. It's no good for a driver either. Yeah. In any case, uh, yeah, so Mr. Nazi gets out of the car. Uh, Odin, Mr. Wednesday, does this whole dedication to the car talking about it. I love that sequence. Yeah, I thought cool. the way that he takes this car and talks it up until it becomes an actual warrior. It becomes a character. I did not feel as strongly about it as oh. Pete necessarily, but I think I'm glad. I'm so glad I didn't have to see it with my eyes. I was so happy that I got to see it through Mr. Wednesday's eyes. It made it a little bit easier. Yeah, I I love that too because it ties back to Mr. Wednesday being a trickster and essentially almost tricking a car into becoming a sacred warrior. Yeah, um, that's great. But the car has always been a warrior the whole time. Yeah, they did play <laughs> Black Betty over the end of the credits as a dedication to that wonderful car. What do you think they're getting next? Like a Subaru or something? Don't you can't Volvo? Fuck oh, you, Volvo. Oh, Fuck that'd be fun. That's what are responsible. Cars, I know a VW Bug. Oh, that's cool. One of the modern ones. Yeah, Just the it's ones like everybody loves. Kicked yeah. in the nuts over and over. What about one of those smart cars that uh, you drive around? Ooh, of those? just enough room for fun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> a PT awful. Cruiser. Shut up. All right. That uh, car was amazing, and I'm happy that that car got the whole first season and some of the second season. So do you think they're all going to ride inside of a horse now? Is that what's going on? Inside a horse, definitely. Yeah. The horse is Open dead. Open up the horse's doors and get inside of yeah. the horse? They don't have a ride anymore. Oh. It's destroyed. So they're going to have to walk. I don't know what's going on. Maybe that's what the whole third season's going to be. That's why it's going <laughs> to extend it out. Yeah, it's yeah, going to take yeah, a, a lot of walking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, also, I'm wondering, like... Because normally a train can plow through uh, anything and not really slow down. But, you know, like, I wonder if the train had to stop because of this or what's going to happen. I don't know. We'll find out next episode. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about from this episode before we start wrapping this up? There was a lot of philosophizing in this episode. There's a nice scene between Mr. World and Billquist uh, oh, right. about love versus war, uh, which I thought was cool. And I like those little yeah, like, that was that was really powerful. It's cool. And, and cool. the show does it well. Yeah. Uh, also super creepy, but because um, he brought up a good point, like if you don't pick sides, then, you know, you can also die like, you know, you can, as they say in Hamilton, if you don't stay, if you stand for nothing, what do you fall for? You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool, man. It's a good uh, musical. You guys should yeah. check it out. <laughs> it's cool. it's poetry. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. But uh, I also I just wanted <laughs> to say, like, I do <laughs> like the fact that, like. You know, Mr. Wednesday's playing an old god and he's rolling around in an old caddy. Like, to me, that was such a cool part of Mr. Wednesday. And I'm really sad going forward because I was Team Wednesday for a long time. But after what he did, I'm, I don't know. To I gotta get, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a new team now. Because mm. of the car stuff. Yeah. Maybe you're a new god fan now. I don't, I wouldn't go that far. Wow. Because yeah. they travel by train. Yeah. yeah. I might just be Team Leprechaun. <laughs> That is crazy to me. It is absolutely crazy to me. That's your favorite character on the show? Uh, Mr. Wednesday was my favorite character. No, but not anymore because he killed a car. Not just a fucking car. All right? It was an amazing Cadillac. All right. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you, you wrap have up, no soul? Uh, it's just a car, man. Yeah, I don't it's know. just a car, man. Oh, just that statement alone makes me so angry. I don't yeah. know. 
People die. You've never cars. loved a car? You've never had a no. car growing up that Ev- was like... Every morning when I get on the subway, I give a similar speech to the one that Mr. <laughs> Wednesday gave about his car. And then I step on... Because uh, getting on the MTA is almost like being in a car accident. <laughs> I ride to work, guys- and that's my Black Betty. Is uh, the four train. So, of course, I remember how we end these episodes. We <laughs> talk about who we worship the most. I think that's what we did last time, and I think that's fine. Okay, great. Uh, who Who's your number one worship this episode? Who? Yeah. What house of worship will you be joining, Pete? Yeah. Black Betty. <laughs> no question about it. You're, you're worshiping the car. Yeah, the, the car deserves roll. to be worshipped. The cars roll. Have you ever? There's this. I want to recommend this uh, small movie that you would like. Uh, Transformers. <laughs> if you like cars with Don't personality, Transformers. Bumblebee. That guy. That car has that, personality. Yeah. Transformers was garbage up until that uh, the latest one where it was all like the old school Transformers. Oh, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Bumblebee liked, was actually uh, great. Transformers last night. I did not like that. Transformers: uh, Rise of No. I dare all, you to I, name. I, I dare you to name yeah. every Transformers. Wait, okay. Movie. Uh, uh, Transformers. Transformers: The Last Night. Transformers: Age of Extinction. Uh, Transformers. See, I honestly do. I can't even check this. Uh, Rise of something. Even Wikipedia is like, nah, we're not keeping track of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they're too stupid. We can't write that down. Uh, I'll tell you about the Transformers movies. I had a blast watching the first one of the theater. I had what? a really good time. Yeah, that's stupid. The shy, it's garbage. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I think about all the time the moment when. Uh, Megatron finally attacks Optimus Prime, and Optimus Prime is like, Megatron. And then Megatron is like, Prime. And then they fight. It's great. Well, yeah. it's what great because it's the original voice of Optimus. Yeah, it's delightful. Oh. Uh, the second movie I enjoyed, because I went with, at that point, my future wife, and uh, Ooh, the entire movie. Tied up Ooh. in his romance. Yeah. Uh, we, we were watching the movie, and every once in a while, I'd look over at her, and she'd be like, I oh, can't believe is, she oh, stayed Jesus, with you. This is terrible. And it was making me laugh so hard because she hated that movie so much while we were watching she it. She should. It's uh, a, a god-awful movie. Uh, she could not is stop a queen laughing. for putting up with having yeah. to see that movie oh, on God. a date with you. And the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one. And we watch them every weekend all in a row. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Why what would you romance. torture your wife? <laughs> Honestly, poor woman. When you say that, I don't think she's real. Because <laughs> no person no would do that. No real person. That's a made-up wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you guys are better. She's around somewhere. I uh, don't know. Now that I think about it, I don't know if she's real. Yeah. Oh, she's a car. That's what I bet. <laughs> who do you My worship? Wife, Justin. Yeah. Justin, who do you worship? Uh, let's see. Tough in this episode um, because we moved around so much. Um, and I know a little bit about the future. The hammer uh, guy? Uh, the Shernabakalog? That yeah. was good. You, as a classically trained actor, you had to appreciate that monologue. I did, ha- I did have to appreciate that. Um, but I think I'm going to throw it out to uh, Bill Quist. Ooh. I really like that scene between her and Mr. World, mm-hmm. and uh, great acting, uh, great, great moment. Small moment, but I liked it. Uh, I'm going to say Mr. Nancy. I, I know I said it the last episode, too. But You're just a huge Spider-Man fan. Man, All no, day, Orlando Jones is, is so good on the show, and every single scene he's in, it just brightens up the whole show, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's We call Shotgun. That was just that glorious. Was shotgun. Great. I mean, I've been... Uh, you can like Orlando Jones or Orlando, Florida, and I think you'd be an idiot to not like Orlando Jones. <laughs> That's a great point. What the fuck did you just say? That doesn't make any sense at all. Those are the two Orlandos in our life, 
and you have to choose. No. There's Orlando Magic. <laughs> There's so many other Orlando. There is Orlando the Tilda Swinton movie. Where yeah, do you rank that true. in there? Let's yeah, not forget a, Orlando Bloom. Bloody, yeah, there's Orlando Bloom. You're, th- you're not even really thinking about that. But this. I'm just saying, if you had to choose between Orlando Jones and Orlando, Florida, what are you going to do? I mean, that's Jones all day, but there's. That's not. Which okay. one of them has Disney World? I, I guess I you don't like Disney World. Yeah. yeah. I think Disney World exists inside Orlando Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a trip to Disney World. I wish it did. It's yeah. like being John Malkovich. You just, you know. If you'd like to support our show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on down. We'll chat with you about American Gods. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our upcoming live shows. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. And we'll see you in the gods. (laughs) (laughs) The horde? In the horde. How about that? In the horde. There's gold coins there. (laughs) 